Philip, please get out. I'm recording my podcast. Are you starting a banter? No. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to start my podcast. Oh my gosh, please leave. No, you are doing a banter. Yeah, leave. Okay, let me um do this intro for you that I've created. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. All right, thank you, Philip. All right, hello, everybody, and welcome back. Long time, no talk, no see, no hear from something new. Um, My name is Karen, and if this is your first time here, this is my podcast, Something New, and it's a place where typically, more regularly, I try something new, and then I talk about it, and Honestly, it's just like a video, nope, not a video, an audio diary of like things that I'm trying, things that I'm doing, uh, a record of my life. So here we go. I'm so sorry for my extended absence. I honestly don't have a reason. I just got used to not doing it and then I didn't do it, but that is a horrible excuse. I just, I have no excuses if you are looking for them. I'm genuinely so, so sorry And at the consistent accountability of my listeners, several of them, at least Yuna and Esther on me, I am back. Um, And I am going to pre-record some episodes before Philip and I do some traveling for the summer. But I did first want to start off with like a general apology. I'm so sorry that I was gone. I honestly don't feel like people care when I'm gone, but then like, People kind of care, but I don't know if people kind of care or if people just like want me to do this. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's fun for me. It's just I've been so occupied, I guess, with other life changes and things that have been happening, which I'll share about in a second. So I have been gone for a little bit, but I am back and I will have episodes for you that are more consistent, hopefully. All right. Um. Yes, welcome. So I feel like it's been not that long, but like maybe that long since I have recorded a podcast episode. Um, And honestly, like even if it hasn't been that long, so much has changed in the last like two, three weeks. So for example, right now I'm recording from my parents' place. They live in Texas. We're visiting for a little bit before we do some summer traveling. So I'm staying here for a few days more and um, I am not in North Carolina, I guess is one change. But um, other than that, like a bigger change that has happened more recently in my life is that I got a new job and I've been telling people as I've been seeing them for the most part. So at this point, most people who listen to my podcast, I think, know that I changed jobs. I don't officially start until the end of this month in July. And that's primarily because my new employers wanted to give me kind of like peace of mind when I'm traveling and not have to worry about work or work emails and things like that which I so appreciate but yes I am officially 
transitioning out of the school that I've been at for three years and not only am I transitioning out of that school I am transitioning out of teaching which is crazy to say out loud I definitely did not think that my teaching career would end so abruptly I was fully planning on coming back next year in August like I had all the plans to come back and I wasn't even looking for other work outside of teaching or even other work outside of the school that I was already at, but an opportunity came up and I decided to take it because it is with a program that I am very passionate about and care a lot about, so I will officially be starting my work with a, it's an educational nonprofit, so I will be doing like some program managing stuff and I'm I'm really excited I love my employers I love my fellow colleagues and it'll definitely be so different from what I've been doing these last two three years with teaching um but yeah I'm 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 excited for what is going to happen and that is I guess my biggest update for you guys other than that like my life has been pretty same old same old just hanging out in the summer days have been blurring together, all that stuff that I mentioned in my last episode. But yes, today uh, my new thing is not just my job change. I didn't want to talk about that too much because I felt like it might be boring for people. (laughs) So I wanted to talk about horseback riding. And I literally did this like month ago, a month ago, 1.5 months ago. So if you don't know, my husband's name my husband name, my husband's name is Philip. And he claims that Philip means lover of horses. I've never fact checked it. So I don't know if that's true. But because of his name, he has like this weird, almost innate desire to ride horses or like be with horses. It's super weird like he doesn't have much history with horses he's I think been on one before uh we went on our horseback riding but it was like a guided tour so we decided we meaning I that for our anniversary gift um I would give him a horseback riding it was like an hour and a half of horseback riding in a field in North Carolina and it was a guided tour but it wasn't like there was someone who was dragging the horse along so you had to control the reins which is different and it was my first time being on a horse like that so I wanted to share about my experience doing that yeah so I don't know if horses have changed in the last decade or so but when I saw my first horse it was so small and like slim The horses that we saw at this farm were massive, like their leg muscles are protruding in every single cut and angle that you could see. And they just, some of them look like straight up cows, like they don't even look like horses. So that was pretty interesting to notice, first and foremost, like the sizes, the massiveness of the horses is just so weird catches you off guard for sure and I already anticipated kind of like a smell because you know horses poop like while they walk 
or I guess they stop, but like they just poop all the time. So I expected there to be kind of a smell and there was, but it wasn't as bad as I was thinking it was going to be. And I got pretty used to it after being there for a little bit as well. But they put us on different horses, I guess, for our weight and age um, information. So we rode with some kids. I think they at most were like high school freshmen, if not middle schoolers. So they got smaller horses and then you know, Philip and I and then their mom got larger horses. My horse's name was Velvet and she was a sweetheart, kind of a little sassy. Uh, Philip's horse, I forgot what his name was, but he used to be an ex-racehorse. And like you can only be a pretty good, strong racehorse for a select number of years in your lifespan as a horse. So that. Horace was to be sent to the slaughter and then I guess like the farm bought it um, and is using him for these like guided tours, which is interesting to think about. Um, fun fact, did you guys know that horses live like 20 years? Isn't that crazy? Like 20, 25 years. It's so short. And then apparently like they really don't get that much more use or purpose uh after like 15 I think is what he said our tour guide which is crazy um yeah so it sounded to me that like once horses are not useful they kind of get killed which is sad I don't know if that's true but I don't know that there are are people who would just like keep horses on their farm um and feed them and house them if they're not going to give anything to them in return because we are selfish human beings Anyways, um, yeah, so the horses were super big. Like, getting on the horse, too, was, I think, the scariest part of it all because they are so tall. So if you fall from that height, like, I certainly would break something, um, which was kind of scary to think about. But the horses are also not as wild as I was imagining them to be. They're pretty calm and still as long as you're not aggressive or like wild with your volume level or with how you kick the horse to get it to go. It is pretty obedient and calm, you know, and it was interesting because I have never learned to like steer a horse before but the mechanics of it I guess kind of makes sense so you are essentially using the reins to sort of change the direction of the horse's line of vision and in doing so it goes in that direction so like I pull the right rein then it's going to go to the right because its face is like facing towards the right and then when you want it to stop you sort of like hold back on the reins and then it moves the mouthpiece and the horse's mouth (laughs) so that it it like stops right um if you do that too much though the horses get kind of frazzled i fortunately didn't have a case where i did it too aggressively um in the beginning i found that i was really scared though because like you have to kick the horse to get it to go for example and i would tap the horse because i was so scared that it was going to attack me or something so you have to give it a pretty sturdy kick in order for it to go, but I would just like tap, 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 tap on the side of the horse and then it it wouldn't go. But um, Velvet and I, you know, developed a pretty strong relationship. Um, Philip led the 
people. So there was a tour guide in front of Philip who was kind of guiding the entire tour, but then Philip was right behind him. And his racehorse was so, not racehorse, but his ex-racehorse was so old that it was going incredibly slow. And then my horse, I think, was younger, and so it wanted to go faster, and it would try to cut Philip and his horse. But um, I would try to hold back on the reins a little bit to get her to slow down, which was scary too. Oh, another scary part is like when you go up a hill, you are supposed to lean forward. And then when you go down a hill, you're supposed to lean kind of back, right? And that is to help you keep your balance on the horse. But when you go down hills, especially like the steeper ones, it is so scary because I actually feel like I'm going to fall off the horse. Thankfully, there is like a saddle that kind of keeps you in place and then you my mom is calling us for dinner, so let me wrap up here. Um, <laughs> so you have your feet kind of in the stirrups, I think they're called, and then the seat kind of keeps you secure on the horse too, which was, like, it, it helps you keep in mind that you're not going to fall unless you're being wild. Like, you have some security measures that will keep you in place. And overall, it was really fun. Like, in the beginning, I was super scared, but then... After the first maybe 20 minutes, I got the hang of it and I would love to go again. It's just kind of expensive. I think we paid uh, $150 for the whole experience for both of us um, combined and we rode for about an hour, hour and a half. Um, I guess at face value, that's, you know, pretty worth the time, but $150 is still kind of a decent amount of money. So maybe... One day I will go again and I'll be more confident. I want to be able to go fast on a horse because that's something that we didn't really do. We didn't gallop much. Yeah. But overall, it was really fun, except for the day after. I think around two, three days after the ride, uh, my butt was so sore because like the saddle digs into your flesh so that was kind of hard to get used to um i actually had bruises which was really bad but it got better over time so other than that it was a wonderful wonderful experience and i would highly recommend it to anybody especially as a date night it was it was really fun anyways that is gonna be it for this podcast because my mom just made pudachiga and i have to go downstairs and eat it but uh, I hope to see you guys soon. And, um, until next time, what do I say? Until next time, be happy, stay, until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and try something new. Goodbye. Goodbye.